0: Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, sponsored by the VIP Coaching Program, where you can get unlimited Skype coaching calls for just $47 a month. I am very excited about today's call. We have on the phone, Brittany Ann Payne, Miss Earth United States 2015. Brittany, welcome to the call. Hi, Steven. How are you? Living the dream. So (laughs) kind of like yourself, I guess, you know? So you had just tremendous success in Austria where it was freezing cold. Um, you competed amongst 90 other delegates and you received gold medal for service and you placed first place for your eco beauty video and you was named, you got second runner up, which for those of you familiar with the Miss Earth, they have a little bit different naming system. It's Miss Earth Water. And so that's just amazing to come emerging on a global market like that from that many contestants. So what do you believe set you apart from the other girls whom you competed against?
1: You know what, I think going into an international stage is very different than what we are used to here in the United States at nationals or local pageants, being with and around 92 other girls for four weeks straight nonstop is a challenge in, it's, in itself. So setting yourself apart is, it's a hard task. You get into week one and you think, oh, you got this. It's week two, you're exhausted beyond belief. So to keep that power and momentum going to make sure that you're the one standing at the end, it takes it takes strength, 100%. It takes hard work, dedication. And I think what the four of us ended up winning air, water, fire and Miss Earth is that we, we took every challenge that they threw at us and we accepted it. We had a smile on our face and we went with the flow no matter what. And you could see girls by week one, two and three just crumbling. And you knew that as long as you had your felt, your, you know, your focus. It was going to be all downhill from there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So how do you prepare for for that sort um, of event? I mean, where you know it's going to be that long and with judges speaking different languages, etc.
1: Well, of course... You know, the gracious Andrea New, who went last year as Miss Earth United States, placing Miss Earth here, she, I asked her so many questions and all she told me was, it is a marathon, not a sprint. And I'm going to tell this girl who wins this summer that the same advice, nothing else but that, because it's, it's a challenge for yourself to learn. And I couldn't really prepare. I just knew that it was going to be tough. I didn't know it was going to be that tough. And I'm glad it's over. But interview was, was hard because there are some judges that do not speak English. And you... You have to set yourself, again, apart from the 90 girls and get them just doing um, what you're doing back home. How are you going to become the best mister they've ever seen and still make yourself, you know, loved in two and a half minutes? So it's all interviews are challenging, but that one was honestly the scariest.
0: So your preparation was more just mental for the the grind up ahead. Like you knew it wasn't just one event. It was a marathon. So you just kept telling yourself that each and every day.
1: Absolutely. Every single day of competition in Austria was a challenge or two a day. Mm -hmm. And they would award medals every day. You know, there's people watching you. There's girls, you know, like, I mean, there's just so many challenges within themselves. So every day is competition there. And that's what took the strength of you daily, daily, daily.
0: Gotcha. So because you did have so many judges from so many different language backgrounds, how was you able to connect with them in the interview room? Did you have any tips or tricks?
1: Um, I mean, I think that I'm very good at interview because my personality is just very bubbly. Sometimes I get... (laughs) you know word vomit but it's it's just showing them that I have you know sunshine within me or even if they don't understand what I'm saying they can see my face light up they can see my smile I can see my passion when I speak and I think that's what got across to them to know like you know she's going to make something happen she's not just face and what she's saying she will do so you got to have that passion within your heart or they'll know <laughs>
0: Yeah, they will. It, it, that's something that definitely translates past the any language. Is kind of the energy that you exude and in that in the internal belief and in character. Now, mm-hmm. it, was it was it difficult to connect with the judges on an international level versus a national level, or did you feel like it was the same regardless of what language they spoke?
1: I think at nationals, it was it was okay because. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a level that we're usually used to if you've competed in several pageants here in the United States. Overseas, I was very lucky because the USA is very loved in most uh, big top four pageants. You say Miss USA and people free love it. They can't, they can't get enough of you. They want pictures with you. So when they hear your name being announced at the end, as you walk into interview, as you walk into an event overseas, they will just be excited just because you come from the red, white, and blue. You know, um, it's they. there's more pressure on you to be best, the best you can, because you are such a competitive country. Uh, so it's, it's definitely grow, good for the girl to have that power behind you, knowing that you're representing a whole amazing country. So it's all it is.
0: Now, a lot of times when girls walk out of the interview room, they come out and the mind starts playing tricks on them. Like mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily know mm-hmm. that judge gave me that one crazy look. I don't know if I connected with that person at all. Did you have similar internal struggling thoughts? Um, and if so, what did you do about them?
1: I usually don't have that thought cause I, my immediate thought when I walk out the door is like, it's over. Um, the, I knew that the day before finals was the interview. So I knew that it, it took us three and a half weeks to get down to the most important day, which was interview. I knew I prepared for it. I knew I was ready. And as a you in all the countries, I was second to last. So I knew that I was going to be a lasting for them. It wasn't going to be. I went in, I did it, and I felt like all of them were very focused. Even though going through ninety-two girls is exhausting, and they were they were focused. They were they wanted to hear what I had to say, so that was very encouraging and and so wonderful. I have been in an interview where they don't look at you or they have that face. I believe that they are just testing you because they know what you're capable of. They've been watching you. They see you on social media. They know that you have something to offer and they just want to see if they can crack you. So my advice to those girls that they have those second thoughts, just wipe them away. Know that it's over. You did your best and just shine on stage that night. That's all I can say.
0: (laughs) Nice. Now, now regarding the mental component of competing, what did you do to prepare mentally to compete. I mean you had mentioned previously um some of the conversations that you had with a former um yes. what, what additionally did you do to really prepare yourself from a mental standpoint.
1: Um my former director Evan Scout who was um the director that I won with he had been coaching the girls that went representing the United States for 10 years. So he helped me with the mental process, knowing what to expect. And then he just told me it was up to me to prepare myself and I have that emotional capability where I know that I should cry where no one's watching and that I should never let anyone see me below an eight. I can be a 10 and I can be a nine in my hotel room within the five girls we stayed with, but never be below an eight or people will see you and they'll see you as vulnerable. Um, there's not much preparation you can do with anyone else. It is just, it's meditation. It's getting your sleep. It's keeping your eye on that prize. And it is such a true statement because I mean, there are a million girls killed to be in your position. So why waste it on a bad attitude for one day? You know, you you have to give it your all no matter what, because in the end, this opportunity is meant for you and it won't pass you by. There's, you just got to take it and do whatever you can to succeed. And if not, you did your best.
0: And that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, confidence is, is critical in winning any component, like any pageant, any phase of competition. So what are your best tips for improving one's confidence and shining on stage?
1: My, I think my best word of advice for girls who want to get more secure with their confidence is never, ever, ever, ever compare yourself to another girl. It is the hardest thing you can do for yourself because it puts you focusing your energy on something that shouldn't be. Um, I have been guilty of this plenty of times. I see a girl that is amazing, competed in so many pageants. She's so gorgeous. I focus all my life on her, all my energy on her, and I forget about why I'm there. And confidence comes within, but you can diminish it by doing that. I definitely tell girls, don't look at them. Like I said, keep your blinders on. Focus on what you've got to do. Do the best you, you, And that you'll be very surprised when it comes down to you winning over those girls that have done it a million times because they see something special in you. But you have to bring it. So just it's honest, just focus and keeping it coming from the true spot in your heart is there's only one reason why we compete. It's because we love it. So you have to show that love on stage.
0: I mean, Staying focused on yourself—I mean, it's something that every girl has, has kind of been told, or, or maybe they know deep down in their heart. How do you do it, though? Like when you're surrounded by all these girls <laughs> in this exotic, like, location, and um, and all that, yeah. and you see all these talented women, how do you really do? Just stay focused on Brittany, saying, "Okay,
1: uh, I'm not." Know going what? To- I envision myself being ground. I remember every night in Austria. I went to sleep and my, my favorite roommate, Miss Wales and I talked about getting crowned every night and we would dream about it before we go to sleep. And it sounds so silly and so Disney, but the more you think about it, the more it's going to happen. And I've been competing for over six years in pedantry and I have not won everything I've ever done. I have lost a lot and it's, it's something that you learn yourself and it, you can't teach confidence. You can't focus you can't teach it it's just one day it's gonna click and you're gonna be like yes this is what I meant to do this is what it's going to do for me and this is what I want and I know it's such it's such like a hard thing to say like you can't teach them to focus and not compare because I mean especially where I'm in California and we have one of the most competitive states we have for pageantry it's it's hard. You just got to realize what the result is going to be for you, not for anyone else. And when I was in Austria, I just kept thinking, you know, like the United States of America has never won. Earth. They've won every other big top four, but they've never won right. Miss Earth. And I wanted to be that first girl. So I kept, I did, I literally was grueling every second. I was like, no, I'm going to win this. Love <laughs> it's it. It's kind of scary.
0: <laughs> no, that, it's great. And I mean, having that type of visualization, and I've use visual, visualization too um just kind of meditation mm-hmm. visualization whatever word you feel comfortable with um mm-hmm. I've used it and it's made a tremendous impact on on my life um in a lot of different ways so that doesn't sound disney at all <laughs> now on to platforms and volunteering because I know Miss Earth yes. takes this component very seriously so mm-hmm. how would you recommend that contestants prepare to be aware of the many environmental concerns that Miss Earth has.
1: So with Miss Earth being very focused on advocacies, it is crucial that you have a platform that you choose and you stick with it. Uh, it's, 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 it's intense because that's overseas. It's all they care about. And I, I advise girls, it's not something that you have to be an expert on. I mean, I competed with girls who had environmental science, you know, master degrees. And I'm like, nope, not over here. I just plant tomatoes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it it just has to be something you have a passion for. Uh, Pick something that there is an issue around you, issue that you are aware of. You can find a solution for it and just work with organizations. Of course, all of us, pageant girls know volunteer work, but it's more hands-on. It's more you getting out there versus your director setting it up or someone having you to show up and take pictures you get dirty and you you're constantly working getting sweaty and you get to speak to other people that's so great about a, a platform is that you're the voice for it um through through my state and through nationals um i chose self sustaining gardens so i have seen uh, with thug kitchen and uh, Men the poverty Do um, on the top of rooftops, uh, apartment buildings in Los Angeles, they create solar panels and gardens on there. So that was an organization I knew that I had to get my hands on where it already been started. But I knew that with my with my sash and with my crown and my title, I can make something bigger. And when you get overseas, that level changes. You will still have your own advocacy, but they want to know what happens in your country. They want to know the biggest thing in your country that's a problem, and they want you to preach about the solution. And this year's theme was climate change, so they want your country. What is the problem? What's the biggest issue? And how do you going to solve climate change for your country? And we're at the United Nations in Vienna, and you're just like, okay, this is surreal this is where you know magic happens the world changes and you just gotta you just gotta make it happen and you have to be very very knowledgeable of your country at that level nationals just be passionate when you win and they send you they will they will polish you to get you where you need to be but at that level you're on your own and you have to you're you're literally representing one issue for a whole country it's it seems bizarre and it's it was hard to talk about, but since the United States were so different on West Coast versus East Coast and, and Midwest or the Midsection, it just it's it's hard to to apply yourself everywhere, but you gotta focus on one. So don't be an expert. Just do the best you can and be very knowledgeable.
0: Now, with that, how were you able to show your commitment to environmental causes? I mean, everybody out there says, Oh yeah, I'm committed, right? And it's Miss Earth. But how were you able to really demonstrate that?
1: So I am a firm believer on social media. I love it because it's such a great networking process. But I love taking videos. So everywhere that I went, whether it was Heal the Bay or Surfrider Beach Cleanup or or it was me planting trees or going to schools or anything like that, I always take my phone and I take videos and I would post them on Facebook through, through my winning California and then nationals and then going to Austria and even in Vienna. I'd make videos all the time of what I was doing, what I was up to. I would talk about it. And I think people really loved watching all that because they knew, one, I was being active. Two, I was loving it. And three, I was encouraging others that you and me both can do it. So don't make any more excuses. I mean, the simplest things I would go to Walmart and I would run into people and I would record them. And I ask, why are you using plastic bags? You know that I would give them all these facts and I would give them a reusable bag for the groceries. And I would just run around people and asking them questions and people love it. They love watching that kind of YouTube video or Facebook video. They knew that I was out there trying to make a change and girls just need to take advantage of our world of the internet. And that's how it spreads like wildfire. You just definitely need to show people what you're doing because one person can change five people's opinions and just keep multiplying. And it could, we could change the world. It just needs to happen.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, that's, it's really, gosh, it's actually really smart. And and girls listening are are competing in all different systems. So, um, you know, you can apply this to, if your platform had to do with confidence, you could Go and uh, interview a bunch of random people on what is confidence, so right. uh, what is fill in the blank. So it, it's it's really very smart. Can, congratulations on that.
1: Thank you. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so let's talk now about your fitness routine. First off, did you work with a fitness trainer or did you just do it yourself?
1: Well, I'm actually a trainer, so it, and my boyfriend is as well. So we're constantly in the gym, and i I have. No, I know that Miss Earth is not very, let's say, they they don't care that you're super skinny or fit or a model. They want you to be healthy and they want you to be confident within your own skin. So I knew going into um, nationals that I I needed to be fit, but not too skinny. And so my idea of a pageant stage is that I need to be super fit. I have, you know, my strict diet. I do whatever I can and I'm cut. And then when it came to Earth Nationals, I knew that I, I could let myself, you know, relax a little bit. I knew that I just had to stay, you know, not soft, but just comfortable, not too crazy, because I didn't want someone like that. And that was hard for me to wrap my, my brain around. And then knowing when I went to Austria is four weeks without a gym. Think about that for those girls who love working out. It drove me crazy. <laughs> there was a gym in our some of our hotels, but when you have three, four hours of sleep, you don't want to do that to your body and try to work out because it just it would be bad news bears. So you did what you could, and by the end of finals, we were just like, screw it. We don't care what we look like if we make top 20. Like Just work what you have to do, and Miss Earth sees it as you don't, if you are too skinny, your country is poor. And if you are too um, overweight, they see your country as lazy. And so you have to find that bare minimum and, or that medium bare. And it's hard. It's, it's, you just have to be comfortable. Of course, be healthy. Of course, take care of yourself. Exercise. Don't need to starve yourself. You don't need to get crazy diets love your body. Honest to goodness, love your body. That's all I have to say.
0: Now, how did you know that you didn't necessarily need to be too fit or too skinny? Like, how did you know that? You made reference to that earlier. Studying. (laughs) And where did you go to to study? And what did you study? It's not only,
1: of course, like I said, my old director, Evan, he's been doing this for 10 years. So he's seen every girl and he knows the ins and outs of Miss Earth. So he was very helpful with that. And I knew that this secret information, he was feeding me. I didn't need to tell the other girls while I was there in Austria. Mm-hmm. But he, they told me, they just, they kind of just gave me guidelines. Same as my my California directory. They just gave me a little bit of guidelines of, you know, you look good. Keep where you are. Don't get any skinnier. So I just, I, I took that advice. I respected that. And I just applied it. And I realized it when I got to Austria is that, we're not dealing with Miss Universe contestants. And I idolize Miss Universe contestants because their body's is so amazing. Miss is a different more, They're so focused on platforms that they're like, they're okay with not having a six pack. They're okay with just going out there and here I am, you know? Does
0: that make sense? Yeah, no, it completely makes sense. I just, you know, for those girls, a lot of the girls listening are maybe newer to pageantry and they just, they didn't even know that you should research um, girls that uh, have won the title that you have to see what their body looks like and to say, okay, my body, there's a trend here for the last three years, this body has looked like this. So my body needs to follow the similar pattern. Um, Yes. Now, with that, you've kind of already alluded to it. I just want to ask again for clarity's sake did, did you follow a, a particular diet or um, change no. your eating habits at all?
1: No. Um, I've been vegetarian for two and a half years, so I usually have a very colorful plant based diet. And so I didn't really change much, not for nationals at all. Um, of course, I was eating smaller portions and lots of cardio, but. That was just so I could fit in my evening gown. It wasn't really for a diet. Um, overseas, for international, it's it's difficult to yourself a diet just because you're eating another country's national food. So it's nothing you're going to be accustomed to, and it, your body might take it the wrong way. And you, I mean, you're constantly on the go. So water, you never know when you're going to really be able to drink much water or have your meal preps it's the diet kind of goes out the window at international it's it's you eat what you're given and you hopefully you can make the best choices and you hope your body gets enough sleep but no i don't follow diets i i don't do detoxes i don't do wraps i don't do any of that nonsense i just i listen to my body and i listen to what it needs and i make sure that it that it's healthy that's all i do
0: Awesome. What are your recommendations for choosing an evening gown?
1: My favorite. Hmm. Well, evening gowns are probably the most fun of pageantry just because it's that uh aha princess moment. And going to, I definitely recommend going with one or two people, definitely girls, maybe a director, a mom, a friend, pageant friend, absolutely. (laughs) just to see shape because you yourself differently in a mirror than, than you would see on stage or that when someone else would see you from the audience. So you very, uh, very important that you focus on color, that it, it, you know, complements your skin, it complements your hair and then fit. It doesn't matter what the dress looks like as long as it is fitting on you and flatters you. That is, I have seen some gorgeous couture gowns on girls and they're so ill that they can't they wouldn't win because it's just like you know you should have gotten that tailored or or this or that or customized or, or anything It just tweaked it a little bit and it would have flattered you more it's a it's a problem that happens a lot and girls see it you know when i put on my uh, sherry hill couture green gown that i had bought for miss or nationals i cried as if it was a wedding gown which is so embarrassing but just like boys When you know, you know, you know, you just see it and you feel it and you're like, yes, I'm not going to try any more on. This is it. Definitely take a second um, day to think about it. And when you know, you know, that's it. You just have to take some friends with you and make sure that you feel the best in it and it looks the best.
0: Yeah, completely couldn't agree more. Now, is there a certain mm-hmm. style that seems to do well within the system? I mean, you pick green, so some of the girls might think, oh, Miss Earth, is, green. It's uh, and- so
1: funny that I chose green because I have never, ever, ever worn a green dress. And I didn't, my my interview dress two when i had already just bought it i'm like man people are gonna think that i'm so eco because i'm growing all this green stuff it was on accident i just fallen in love with the dress and i don't don't i don't recommend a certain color over any other color if if you straighten it where who cares what color it is when it comes to style it is very similar to the rest of the the pageant systems um There's nothing that is, you don't need to be crazy conservative. You don't need to have a plunging neckline with super cleavage. It's just what it is. You can wear, I've I've competed with girls at nationals and she was a, I think, top five or something. I don't remember. Her dress was like $35 from a secondhand store and she looked like a million bucks. And so, like all they, like everyone says in systems, you don't have to spend a, a grip load of money. But you just have to look your best. So don't care about style. Don't try to follow guidelines. Be you. Be different. Wear what the heck you want to wear. And as long as you feel like a rock star, it does not matter. So there's no style in particular. Just a pageant. It's all glamorous.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. And keep in mind that, I mean, for everybody listening, not you, you've been there, done that, that your judges, they don't know how much your gown costs. So, I mean, they're not... And most judges, unless they, yeah, unless they work in the fashion industries are not going to be able to identify, like quickly identify, oh, that's a couture Sherry Hill or, oh, that's a couture whoever else. So don't worry about brand labels so much as, uh, as what you said, Brittany, I mean, how it fits you Mm -hmm. and stuff. Right. So as a queen your job is, is really networking and, and marketing, getting the, getting the pageant out there. So how do you successfully promote your title, um, your message, and the Miss Earth system as a whole?
1: So I have um, new directors, Clark and Lisa Forbes, and they are great at marketing me and the brand of Miss Earth. Now that it's under new directorship, we're trying to get to a new kind of Miss Earth out there. They constantly send me places to go or ideas or um, promotions or even just thoughts. And then we scramble stuff together and then we get it. It's honestly teamwork. I definitely believe that a girl can raise awareness for her platform or for her title on her own, but it is stronger when you have people behind you backing you up with those connections that you desperately need. Um, I'm starting a book tour here in, um, uh, California. I was doing it back east in D.C., where I take Earth books and I read them to um, elementary schools and planting trees. So it's it's more of my duties on my end, fulfilling those, and then my directors finding new uh, activities for me or new um, trips for me to to go speak to people, to you know make a video, to write um, to someone. Definitely hands-on. You de- When I say dedication, it's 100%. Do not compete for a budget unless you're willing to fulfill the responsibilities of when you win. Because it's not like you get a crown and then you say goodbye and then you come back in a year to crown a new girl. It's hard work and it's worth it. 100% it's worth it. You just have to know what it stands for. And as, as I miss Earth United States, I'm not just a beauty queen. I get to do... Environmental protection here in California. We do water conservation and and uh, trash cleanups, beach cleanups, which is so much fun. I was starting with Miss Bahamas. We were working on a, a coral reef preservation project or um, turtle sea or sea turtle rescue in Hawaii. Just trying to find connections here and there to get more people involved in something that I'm passionate about and. I, I'm just going to, like I said about word vomit, it just comes out. So clearly you can tell that I'm passionate <laughs> about something. You no. just you just want to do what you can. Wearing this crown and sash is an honor for me and I only get to wear it for a year. So when a girl wins, my advice to them is take advantage of it. You got it. You flawned it. Like wear it, wear it out, have people ask. And that was the greatest thing for, for me wearing a Miss Earth Night State sash is that we're like, what's that? And it's like, sweet, let me tell you about what I represent. Because most people are just very aware of Miss Universe being created here in the United States. They're not aware of the other systems. And for me to tell them about, like, especially Leo DiCaprio, Leonardo, remember he just made this Oscar speech about climate change? It's like, all my Facebook friends are making posts about climate change. I'm like, now you see what I'm talking about. Right? It's, it's a huge matter. And, and the girl I'm going to pass this on to, it's going to be a continuing legacy of passion in change. And it's not one person working together. It's a team. So I'm very thankful for my new directors. I'm very thankful for the opportunities they give me. And I'm excited to work with a new girl. You just It's just exhausting. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Lisa and Laura, I mean, they're really some of the best in the business. And you're really lucky. I was super excited when Laura told me that she got pretty much the rights to represent Miss Earth United States here because mm-hmm. it's such a great system and she's such an amazing woman and she's just gonna do just awesome things with it, so mm-hmm. as you see on a day to day. Um all right, so what's what's an item that costs less than twenty dollars that's a must have, um that you feel like is a must have when girls are going to a pageant?
1: Ooh, twenty dollars. So I definitely recommend. I'm going to say two things because they're both very important. Makeup doesn't cost that much money as you think. I know artists use expensive makeup. I definitely recommend a nude lipstick, hundred percent, even for interview, for on stage, for events. You always have to look like a pageant queen, even if you're just in like overalls. Nude lipstick. Let's see. I'm going to give you options because I'm not a choosy kind of girl. Let's Do you see. know what brands uh,
0: that you would recommend?
1: Yes. You know what? I love, um, Mac lipsticks are I think less than 15 and I wear Viva Glam too. It's black and red tube and it is the best I've ha- I use it at every pageant and a nude lipstick is a key for a pageant girl. Let's see. I don't recommend butt glue. We make jokes about that all the time. You don't need butt glue. So don't put that down. I would say, uh, invest in a great pair of lashes. I have an amazing sponsor with Miss Earth United States. They're called Southern Flare Lashes by Melissa Mangrum. And I wear them in most of my Instagram photos. They are amazing and they look flawless in interview and on stage where that has that good, you know, medium where you can wear them for both and they're not over $20. So you're good to go on those. So girls invest. And, Best.
0: you know, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, have a really long lifespan. Check out the Pageant Planet shop because we have free shipping on all of our products all the time. So chances Perfect. are, I mean, we do have not this
1: good stuff there.
0: Oh, yeah. And so you can get it at that cost and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Nice and easy. Um, who would be the ideal Miss Earth candidate? So if a girl, she's listening to this, she's like, oh, that Miss Earth thing sounds Interesting. What type of girl would you suggest should go out and compete for Miss Earth?
1: You know what? I'm going to say this because this is how I saw it before. I competed. I have been in five different systems and I wasn't able to win any of them. I came runner up in most and I kept hopping systems because I couldn't find my like my niche, you know? And someone suggested Earth and someone told me that earth is for those who can't win other systems. And I was like, what? This is silly. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. And I think I took that wrong the way they said it. When I went to go compete for nationals, it clicked. Everything fell into place. And I knew that it was the mentality of a Miss USA. It was the passion of a Miss America. It was the fitness of a Miss United States. It was all these systems I've ever done coming together and I say the Miss, I, the ideal girl for Miss Earth is someone who doesn't take no for an answer. And if they want to compete for another system because they have more to offer, this is for you. It's nothing. It's not that. And it's also not that similar. You just have to apply yourself and know that you need to be serious. But you also need to be a very girly girl because pageantry is not for those who just sit in the mud like I get to play in the dirt a lot, but I'm, I'm a role model for those. And I'm just like other systems, we're all very like. We all work together to form a unity. And so the ideal girl is someone just like the rest of the girls, someone who loves what they do, who can't say no to anything, and will try everything with a smile. So that's what it is. You just got to try it and see if it works for you. Because when you know, you know. I think that's something I'm going start a hashtag, Steven. You know, you know.
0: You know, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. I It, it could be trendy. It, it could be, you know, you know Tuesday or something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so what's the most important piece of advice you have for those girls hoping to win the crown of Miss Earth United States?
1: Don't give up. I'm sure they've heard this a million times, but try, try again because... If you don't win one year, doesn't mean you're not going to win the next. Um, if you're talking about nationals, you can only go once. So my best advice is give it everything. One day, each one of us is going to age out, and we don't want to regret anything. We don't want to regret like I should have not, I should have walked slower, or I should have, um, you know, spoke softer or louder in my interview, or I should have done this, or I should have been more active. Don't do any shouldn't haves do, I did, um, you only got one chance. Let's, I know I've talked to a few girls that are representing their States this year and I'm like, this is, this is it. You, you better do what you got to do and don't make a single excuse because the only person you're hurting is yourself. Hmm. So, so that's great. it.
0: Now, Brittany, you've, you've given such good advice and you're so charismatic and I know girls are going to want to <laughs> They're going to connect with you more. So um, tell everybody listening how they can find out more about you um, on social media.
1: Okay. I have a Facebook and an Instagram. You're more welcome to contact me through there. Both handles for those are Brittany Ann Payne. Um, I am the only one on both Facebook and Instagram. And I also have a Snapchat the same Brittany Ann Payne. Feel free to add me. You can message me through anything. Want to chat or have any questions or coaching? I am there for you and we can become sisters. (laughs)
0: Love it. Brittany, thanks again for all your advice, your time today. You're an absolute rock star.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Stephen.
0: Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus,
1: ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.